York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-80. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. Today I have Nate Eldred, Sales and Marketing Manager at Champion Homes here in York, and he has come on to kind of educate us about what Champion does, what his role might be in that, and I pulled this directly from the website. Over the past 50 plus years, Champion Homes has built over 50,000 homes in York facilities. In addition, they've built home buyer trust, trust in their ability to satisfy the needs of a variety of home buyers and building homes with exceptional quality, value, and satisfaction is a tradition we apply to every home we build. So thank you so much for joining me today, and I am really excited to hear about some of the great things that Champion has going on and kind of what Champion does as a as a whole. Just to kind of get started in it, uh, what do you do for Champion? I know that sales and marketing manager is could be a deceiving title. I'm sure you do a lot more than comes to mind, but what is the day-to-day like for you? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Emily. Yeah, we're pretty excited about what's going on at Champion Homes right now. And the sales department consists of six people, seven people, if you count uh, some admin. We've got uh, five, what they call zone managers. And those are the folks that will go and work directly with dealers who buy from the factory. Uh, We do not sell directly to the public. We work through dealerships uh, throughout the Midwest. And those states would include Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Missouri, South North Dakota, even into Montana, Colorado, Idaho, and Utah. So we ship houses several hundred miles from the factory quite often. We we cover a pretty broad range of the country. So a day in the life of a sales manager would consist of obviously looking at sales and production and looking at uh, marketing materials and what we're pushing out to the public. And by public, I mean uh, through our dealer base Mm. and um, establishing relationships, traveling to places and uh, having long-term relationships with dealers and customers out there and getting involved in state associations. There is an association for every state and we're a part of those. And so as you can imagine, that uh, requires quite a bit of time to be involved in which is important uh, because those associations then communicate directly with local and state governments uh, as far as legislation issues Mm -hmm. and things like that. So it's always moving moving and shaking, but in the day of the life of of the sales manager, it could be anything from having a lot of meetings to having a lot of travel to having a lot of marketing. Uh, You just never know, and that's why one of the reasons why I love it. Yeah, yeah, always changing, always, always something different. I'm I'm sure. So going into Champion as a whole, what does the company do? So Champion Home Builders was 
established here in York in 1960. So we've been here a long time. It's actually one of the longest continuous running plants in the Champion family. Wow. And Champion, it's now called Skyline Champion, has over 40 plants in the U.S. and Canada. And uh, the York plant is the, the actually longest running plant. Started in what is now a Croy building uh, <laughs> way back when. And then uh, moved to the building out by 104.9 out there, which was Agri-Products. Uh, we were building houses out of that building. And then in the 90s, built the one that we're in now, uh, which is south or uh, on the north end of town. So we had the south end and the north end running at uh, the same time for a while until they transitioned all the mm -hmm. way to the north plant. So there's been three different locations, wow. but uh, we've been here a long time. Wow, and the building you guys are in now is huge. It's, it's massive. Extremely large, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the history of how Champion got to York? I mean, why York? Yeah, York was a, a great opportunity. Uh, about seven years before York started, the Champion name actually began in America, um, in Michigan, hmm. and just opening up different locations uh, throughout the Midwest. And York was a great town. Uh, Champion doesn't necessarily start plants in large metropolises. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of blue-collar, skilled labor as far as uh, construction goes. Uh, as you can imagine, <clears throat> there's a lot of different trades involved in right. building a house. And so these smaller communities are what you would find these manufacturing plants in. And York was a, was a great fit back then, and it still is now. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that it's done nothing but grow. I mean, looking at the buildings that you were saying before and now the building you guys are in now, I I can't imagine that you guys haven't grown quite a bit since it yeah. started in York. Lots of growth. Yeah. yeah. What types of houses are built here at the York site? So York is what they call a tier five plant. And the tiers are uh, complexity and uh, material selections. So you'll have your tier one and two, which would be uh, typical trailers that you might see, single wide trailers mm -hmm. uh, with VOG walls. And we can maybe get into some of the more specifics here in a little bit, but the tier top tier plants, which would be your four and five plants, are more complex uh, modular builds that are multi-section, including multi-story and multi-family mm -hmm. houses. And York is definitely uh, one of the top tier plants in the country because we serve such a, a diverse group of people mm. from uh, rural, you know, Nebraska to farms all the way into um, Denver, Colorado, mm. where you may have some more complex builds. Uh, Kansas City area, several years ago, Champion was involved in a project there where it was a, a multi-story, uh, basically an apartment complex. <laughs> so we've had to uh, to weather the storm and to be around for such a long time. Champion has had to maintain uh, quite a diverse portfolio in houses that we build. So we do build the typical HUD house, mm -hmm. uh, single wide uh, trailers that you might be used to um, all the way up to now what would be a modular uh, built to IRC code in regular residential neighborhoods uh, really throughout the Midwest. Okay. And you said IRC code. For someone who is not familiar with this world, can you explain what that is? Sure. Yeah. So IRC code would be a typical stick built house. 
to use the terminology, we call it site-built versus uh, off-site built. Uh, so a regular site-built house uh, would be built to IRC code, uh, which would be a normal, if you wanted to build a house from the ground up on a plot of land that you owned here in town, on a basement, you would build that to IRC code using uh, different types of materials and codes that were we required for the IRC code, but also for local uh, local codes that may step that up a notch. Uh, for instance, uh, like some communities will have covenants in some mm -hmm. areas that require a certain eave height or eave um, or eave length. So we build all of that, uh, and it's it gets pretty complex, but. Like I said, throughout the years, we've had to adopt all that into our factory. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that gives a lot of customers peace of mind knowing that there is a really high standard coming out of the product that you guys uh, put forward. Types of houses that you build, you have modular and you have your manufactured homes. Can you kind of explain what the difference is between those two? You bet. Yeah. An easy way to think about it is a manufactured home would typically be a house that stays on the frame that it's built on. So as it's running down the road, that frame is then built into uh, the floor of the house and that's part of the structure. A modular house uh, would be more of your typical site-built type of house where when it's delivered, it will either get rolled onto the foundation or craned on. <laughs> and that would be probably the most easy way. There's a lot of other uh, ways to tell a difference in the build, like the difference in sizes of lumber, floor joists, and things like that. But but really simply put, a modular comes off the trailer and a manufacturer stays on. Interesting. Yeah, I did not realize that was the, the key difference between the two. So that's, that's really interesting to hear. So let's say that I was interested in purchasing a home from you guys. What would that process be? be like? So I, I'm starting from scratch. I know nothing. Mm -hmm. How, how would I go about that? Yeah. So we, we do get a lot of people just through internet, uh, mm -hmm. which is the way most of us shop nowadays Right. Uh, that do that. And then, uh, what, what would typically happen is you would go to a Google search or a website, find champion homes will usually appear pretty, pretty quickly. And then you would have your selection of a dealer that's nearby you. So if you were an end user, a customer out there who wanted to build your own house and you saw potentially a savings in going modular, uh, then you would find a dealer uh, through the website or other searches and go to that dealer and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a customer. Then they would uh, then contact the factory and say, hey, I've got Emily in here. She's interested in this particular model. And then we would sort of customize it and build it to whatever specifications you're looking for. Wow. So you said I was interested in a specific model. You guys have quite the variety to choose from and you're pretty flexible with that, right? We are. Yes. Yeah. And can we find the, all of that information online, what the different models are and how that setup works and yeah. all of that fun stuff? Yeah, it gets pretty complex uh, because there are well over 200 kind of floor plans, if you will, they're just kind of hanging out there on the internet and one can get pretty drowned in options uh, to buy things. But I would say the, the best thing to do as an end user would be to find a dealer uh, to work through and they can help guide you uh, to the right floor plan. So in other words, they'll say something like, what's your lot size mm -hmm. and what uh, square footage are you looking, bedrooms, bathrooms, 
they'll help you you know narrow that down uh, based on some pretty simple uh, questions that they would ask you uh, on what floor plans you should narrow that down to. Then from there, it makes the choice a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there's a lot of different upgrades. I mean, you can get just like the base model, if that's the right term for it, or you can do all these really great things to make your home a little bit more personalized. What are the different upgrades that you see people being really excited about and really interested in right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, It's interesting in different parts of the country what upgrades people choose. Uh, For instance, in Colorado where we send about 60% of our modular houses right now because that's where the, the greatest housing needs are. They like things like um, elevated roof pitches. Mm. So typically our some of our models will have a 312 standard roof. Some of our uh, different series will have a 512 standard. But then we can also upgrade to a 712 pitch roof. So people that have snow on their roofs a lot, uh, especially in higher elevations, they like that snow to run off and not sit on there. So they'll, mm-hmm. uh, they'll order a higher pitched roof. Uh, some other things that people uh, kind of hold on to as far as uh, option or upgrades, if you will, would be we have a thing called an ultimate kitchen. And that would be more of your cityscape style mm-hmm. cabinetry kind of upgraded farm sink and stuff like that, stainless steel appliances with smooth tops. Mm. Uh, those are those are upgrades, although Champion recently has, has adopted standards in every house we build, now includes stainless steel appliances. Um, it now includes what we call upgraded windows, which are argon-filled windows. So they're very high, high-energy-saving windows. So that's all, that's actually standard and now in all of our houses. But wow. black windows are an option at Champion, and we do have people in certain communities that like the black windows. Mm-hmm. I would say things that you might see on the surface would be some of your higher end finishes, uh, like kitchen upgrades, uh, bathroom upgrades. So a normal house would have like a one piece shower, mm-hmm. fiberglass shower, bath shower combo, and customers will upgrade that to some sort of tile mm-hmm. um, out of the York factory. They call it Duma Wall. And uh, you can look that up online. Just type in Duma Wall. And it's it's really cool stuff because it looks like grouted tile, huh. but it's not. It's kind of interlocking. Uh, it's got the tile look without the tile maintenance issues and the grout mm-hmm. issues. So those are the kind of the lipstick things that people right. like to do. It's always about kitchens and bathrooms, right? Of so, course. <laughs> and we have all kinds of upgrades for that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you guys have some models that are kind of good for showing right now. And I got the opportunity to go in one the other day and it is, it's beautiful. I mean, it's not what you would automatically think of with those preconceived notions for what a modular or manufactured home is there. I mean, they're beautiful homes Mm -hmm. Um, and you can tell that they're good quality too. Yeah. So... At Cornerstone Bank, we are committed to providing you the best in banking products and service. With 46 locations throughout Nebraska, we are dedicated to serve you. Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. If I were to buy, or I guess start the home buying process right now, how long would you say that idea to building to actually getting it on your property, how long does that process usually take? Yeah, um, it's very dependent on 
things that are outside of champion's control, but usually uh, you'll have a, a loan approval process uh, that you would, once you find a dealer and he says this is approximately what your house would cost if you mm -hmm. buy it, you know, from a plant, then once you know that information, then you would go get uh, approved from a bank. Then you would also need building permits and make sure that the property that it's going to be placed on, you're going to be, meet all the local codes. Mm -hmm. So that can take anywhere from a week to a month and sometimes a couple months. And depending on what state you're in, it might take longer because mm -hmm. those plans have to be approved through the state. Uh, but in Nebraska, if somebody had financing ready, uh, then the process could really be quick between ordering the house um, and getting the house on site. And that process would be several, just a few weeks. Really. Oh, wow. So when you're ready to order the house and the dealer calls Champion and says, hey, you know, Emily's ready. We want to order this house. Everything's good. Once that order comes into Champion, you can really get that house delivered to you in four to six weeks. Wow. That's insane. That's insane to think about. Yeah. I feel like in my head it was going to take a year, <laughs> two years. I mean, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So when buying a home, do you have a lot of people come in that are like, I want three bedrooms, two bath, that's all I know, and then your sellers or whoever the case may be, they will just put that all together and find your floor plan and then they send it to you? Or how does that, well, after, you know, the loan process and the money and all that fun stuff, mm -hmm. um, then that's when it comes to you. Yeah. So they, yes, they would work with the end customer and say, hey, we've decided on this particular model and the customer has said that they want this, this, and this, and this, and this. Uh, and so if it requires uh, the, the blueprint to be you know, modified at all, that'll go in and get modified, uh, usually just within a few days, mm -hmm. and then presented back to the customer. Um, but if it's just optioned, you know, optioned in shower, optioned in higher upgraded mm -hmm. uh, appliances, uh, that doesn't really have to go back and forth through the factory. Uh, the dealer can really just write that order up and, and send it in straight to the factory for build. Okay. And I know you kind of alluded to it earlier, but this might be a really cost-effective way to purchase a new-built home. How would you compare the price of this versus the price of maybe that stick-built house? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of surveys done, uh, not just by Champion, but uh, through the modular manufactured community nationwide. In general, it, you can expect what they say if you look at um, MH, the manufactured home website, just mhmanufacturedhomes.com. They have some data out there, but it's suggested that having a factory build you a modular house, like a three bed, two bath, like what you're talking about, uh, would be somewhere between 30 and, and 40 percent less than the cost, the typical cost of a site built house would mm. be. And that I think that's really important to realize right now because homes are not cheap. I mean, everything is very expensive. So finding out the, the smartest way to utilize your money and make it stretch the furthest is always good to know. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of on the other side of things, as I'm sure you know all about, talent and hiring and having enough employees is a struggle for everybody. Does Champion Homes have any positions that are open and available right now? We always do. Right now, our, uh, our production is kind of maxed out at what it's going to be uh, given the housing market. But 
we're always looking for talented individuals. Mm -hmm. As I'm sure when you talk to any industry that's got over 100 employees, you know, they'll, they'll always look at people that have certain skills that you can utilize in your company. So we, we always do, and I would encourage anybody that loves to build and loves to work with their hands and especially has some experience uh, in any type of trade, whether it be drywall or mm -hmm. framing, you name it. I would always encourage people to come out and talk to somebody at Champion about it. Yeah, absolutely. And let's say that I am like a college kid trying to decide what to do with my life. No idea what to do. Is there anything that you say is in high demand for your job or your career, whatever the case may be, that you would be like, hey, this is this is where it's at because you you get this degree. You come talk to us and there you go. Mm -hmm. You know, it clicks into place really easily. Yeah, I would have a hard time narrowing it down to one thing <laughs> because, you know, there's I think there's an engineering shortage mm -hmm. nationwide, and I've heard it said uh, from the governor at Nebraska that we need more engineers to stay in Nebraska. You know, accounting, every mm -hmm. large company has an accounting department, costing, and especially what I would call skilled labor and direct labor in the area of construction. Yeah. it's It seems harder and harder to find uh, individuals that are wanting to work with their hands. It's just one of those one of those things that when I was growing up, uh, that's what we all did. Everybody yeah. did that. I was on a bricklaying crew and a roofing crew. And my kids now that are your age mm -hmm. that are growing up and now in college or after college haven't necessarily had those direct construction type of jobs. So those are always going to be in high demand. And you'll find in our industry, as well as I'm sure in the site built industry, there are guys that are getting older and they're maybe wanting to get out of the business but they're not necessarily finding people that are wanting to step up and take mm. those businesses over, which is one of the reasons why uh, you'll find a lot of delays and, and things like that in, in, in the housing industry altogether. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I think it, it is really important to note that talent is not just not having bodies. You know, it's, it's a lot more than that. It is affecting the house building process and it is affecting a lot more than just not having that person in that position you know mm -hmm. so if you were to hire somebody what are some skills that you're looking for are you looking more into those soft skills or the hard x amount of years of education or experience i mean what is the ideal candidate for you you know that's a that's a good question for our general manager <laughs> i i would say the good candidate for me would be somebody who is hungry to learn mm. and and willing to be a part of a company willing to be a, a team member now it does require certain skills to be in the sales department mm -hmm. uh, like you need to be able to use a computer and Microsoft Office applications you need to be able to travel some of those things are inherent with certain jobs but in general um, I think a the right attitude and willingness uh, to be a part of a company is probably one of the key abilities. And this may be cheesy, but I've heard it said the best ability is availability. Mm. And, and that actually holds true in our environment. Yeah. No. And that, I mean, yeah, it completely makes sense. It, it's not cheesy. I understand it. <laughs> so let's just do one last kind of pitch, whether it be the community or champion. Is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with uh, so that when they think of this podcast, that's immediately what comes to their brain? Yeah, I know that there's a lot of people 
that have been around the York community for a long time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that work at Champion. Um, I can name half a dozen just off the top of my head that have been there over 40 years. Wow. And so a lot of times when people have been around such a long time, the company has changed and the company has, has modified based on the market needs, but not everybody that's worked at Champion that might still be here in town or from the York community, they may not be aware of what exactly Champion can do now. Yeah. They're, oh, that's that factory that makes those, those trailers. Well, that is true, and there's so much more to that. Actually, we make over 60% our modular, which comes off of the frame. Wow. So we're more of a mod factory than we are a HUD factory, which would be your manufactured home mm -hmm. that stays on the, on the frame. And so that's what I would want to leave people with is uh, check, out, check out what Champion is now. It, you may be surprised. And I, I would say the easiest thing to do uh, to get educated on that would be speed to come out there. We do have a dealer on site that's Champion Home Center. It's a retailer that's right on site. You can actually go to the factory and purchase a house from a retailer right on site. And they have show homes out there that you can walk through. They're fully decored. Mm -hmm. And you can actually see what the end product looks like. So I would encourage people to get to to get to know the new champion. Maybe maybe a little bit different than what you're used to. Yeah, absolutely. Take the time, go out, go visit, um, call, whatever the case may be. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate learning more about what you guys do, the new champion, and and seeing what the the current uh, I guess modular manufactured homes can be like. I mean, some of the great changes that have happened. So thank you again for joining me today and we will catch you next time. All right. Thank you. In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.